body and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Uh, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Bretton Yates, and alongside me today is Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson, and we have got a big week ahead as we lead into Chrissy Matho. Welcome. Hello, Yates. Yeah, great to be here. As you mentioned, leading into Christmas, uh, one of the feature events of the whole calendar now. It's only yeah. in its second year, the Festival of Fire, but it's got a real, uh, really building and a great initiative by um, obviously the GRSA board and management to sort of put these sort of races on as a lead up to Christmas. And as mentioned, what a, a wonderful field, um, a f- wonderful field of races we've got on yeah. Thursday night. And um, as mentioned, one of the highlights of the year. And the way it's structured, we'll get to that shortly, but it, gee, it made for some competitive racing, didn't yeah. it? Like the way it's all set up and, you know, the time grade and everyone finds their slot, there's something there for everyone. Gee, it was competitive last Thursday. So I'm really looking forward to uh, reflecting back on that. So, yes, uh, we'll preview the big night this Thursday at Angle Park. We've got six great features on the Festival of Fire. And, uh, look, it's been a big month of racing. So we've had a few features since our last episode. We'll check back in on those as well. The Week in Review. As always, Week in Review brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co. Uh, They are proud suppliers of fresh pet food uh, for our Gap SA Greyhounds uh, in the Gap Prison Program. And they are based right here in SA. You can visit their website, of course, uh, freshpetfoodco.com.au for more info. Uh, Look, it's more about our month in review, really, Matho, because it's been a little while since we've touched on some of the features and a bit of water's gone under the bridge, so to speak, in the uh, the last little bit. And let's rewind back to uh, late November. We had the final of the Group 3 Brian Johnston. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a time-honoured event, um, one that a lot of the trainers are much sought after winning, SA-bred dogs, restricted age. And we saw Greg Board get a feature race win, which yeah. was terrific for Greg with um, Spring Honour taking out the feature final. I think yeah, so I think you might have actually tipped him as well yeah, on top. Yeah, it was. I had it uh, 7 or $8. Yep. Now, look, that was early markets, of course, and a couple of the favourites were not going to get a start because they were the reserves yeah. in the in the field. So... Uh, look, yeah, it started around $4.40 or something, but I just thought it might find the lead. It turned out to be that way. Had to yeah. do a little bit of work early, but then was able to get over. And, uh, gee, I thought it was pretty brave because there was some challenges coming, but was able to keep lifting to win. Um, who ran home? We had Yaramundi Paul chase at home. Finnish surprise, I think, was the other one in, yeah. in second spot. Yeah, I mean, uh, good efforts by those in behind. Um, Spring on a, said, did all the work out, out in the front. The 5.30 at Angle Park, and I've spoke to Greg previously just struggles to get a, a really strong 530 and that'll come with time as well as he gets a bit stronger but he just held on yeah. just in the concluding stages and um yeah really a fitting win and it was good on the presentation dice Kathy Johnson was there representing the family so um yeah really nice touch and Greg I know Greg was uh, really wrapped to win the race yeah congratulations to him and once again in front in greyhound racing I yeah. mean it was just that there was a crucial stage on that first corner where it was just able to cross the five I think it was trying to boot through and it sort of made all the difference in the end as you said it had to sort of rally again and and lift to win so well done to Greg uh, taking out the uh, the Brian Johnston and uh, Murray Bridge now tell us a bit about this summer series so we had the anniversary cup the summer oaks and the summer derby and, and pretty well patronaged as far as uh, nominations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were wrapped to get three heats of the Oaks, three heats of the Derby, very well supported by our trainers. 
Um, and the racing was terrific on the final night, Sunday the 11th of December. And they had a really good crowd there at Murray Bridge on yeah. that night. Some yeah. some new faces, which is always good to see on the Sunday nights out there at the bridge. But um, in the Oaks, Yatesy, Victor Matty, um went from strength to strength, particularly over the shorter course. Victor Marley? Victor Marley, sorry. Victor yep. Marley, sorry. Um, yeah, particularly over the shorter Step to the 4.55, uh, continue on its winning way. 25.56 showed really good mid-race acceleration to lead throughout. Uh, Finnis Whisper got second and Spring Cocktail for third. But I think Victor Marley, as um, she continues to get stronger, I know she, we, recently we've seen a step up to the 5.30, um, but she'll get better and better. And it looks like, the, you know, those Victor dogs just keep, keep winning, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing with her, and I mean, the, the great record at Murray Bridge, she just really seems to appreciate that there's a really nice long run going to that first yeah. turn. And she's going to take a bit of adapting. We've seen her a couple of times. We're going to see her again Thursday night at Angle Park, and she just hasn't been able to bring the same level of performance. So I'm looking forward to her sort of figuring it out and putting it together a bit going forward because she's got talent. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the Derby. Now, Bobby Axelrod was a, a real drifter in the betting as well, uh, this yep. one, but eventually able to work through the lead and didn't have it all his own way. Really had to hunt in that first 100 metres. Yeah, I mean, he's got a wonderful record for Dylan Robinson. Um that was one of the dogs that was one of the favourites for the Brian Johnson, who unfortunately didn't get a run. So it was terrific that he was able to get a feature race win for Bobby Axelrod. I reckon he's won virtually half of his races, about 12 or 13 out of 25 starts. So doing a wonderful job. But as you mentioned, they had to push really hard, get to that first turn in front, and from there was able to uh, to race away uh, by three and a half lengths. Lock and Varkale for David Peckham. There was support in the market yeah. for him. So uh, he is in on Thursday night. I reckon yes. he'll go quite good Thursday yeah. night. And San Lorenzo for Lauren Harris for third. Um, as you can see by the place, get a really strong um, addition of the derby. Um, and it's going well as well, um, San Lorenzo. Yeah, and the thing with Bobby as well is it was like a sustained high-speed effort. Like he, he had a really hunt early and he, I thought he held on really bravely as well at the end and yeah. sort of held that margin comfortably. So showed a nice bit of strength. The Anniversary Cup uh, taken out by Ben Rawlings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Spring Phoebe, um, Ben Rawlings' team going really well at the moment. And she's been a wonderful greyhound for Connections, Spring Phoebe. I mean, she just, um, she's very professional. She puts herself up on the speed. Yep. Um, and she's getting stronger and stronger, I reckon, the more racing. We've seen her win over 5.95 and and take out the 5.30 anniversary cup at the bridge. So um, she's always a chance in anything she's in because she's always going to be up near the lead. Uh, Redeemer Prize and Sir Benjamin rounded out the three. And, and obviously the anniversary cup. Um, December t- uh, 2018, when, yeah. when the bridge opened up. Wow. So four, just well, it's four years coming up. So that's uh, flowing by, hasn't it? Oh, it has, hasn't <laughs> it? It's just it's raced by considering all the preparation work that went into the the build itself. Yeah. Um, with the one turn and the straight track, and we've been there for four years. So terrific. And and that patch of extended period, it was a bit of a saviour as well too. Like when Angle Park was being redone, like it gave a an ability to race, you know, top-level greyhounds at a, at a nice venue. Well, I think that was uh, the strategic plan was when Strathalban um, was um, decided not to race at Strathalban anymore and build Murray Bridge that the, the industry owned, that we needed a venue that could accommodate um, if one of our major tracks was not racing, if Gawler wasn't racing, Angle Park wasn't racing, yep. you probably couldn't go to Strathalban for a metropolitan meeting. So you needed another track of a high quality, and that's where Murray Bridge came in. And as you mentioned, 
has gotten us through some good periods. Yeah. Uh, okay. How do you want to work this? Uh, let's unpack the uh, the Festival of Fire series as yep. we sort of look back to to Thursday night mainly. There was a bit on Saturday morning to be had as well. We can we can touch on that. But what about we start with uh, sort of the feature, the Ashes? It's the big one. The uh, the the big sprint. What did you make of the two heats last week? Well, I'll be interested to get your uh, comments, Yatesy. But uh, in the first heat, Mally Magic um, went in as as race favourite, but it was a wide open race, to be fair. Yep. It was favourite from box two. And mid-race, I thought, there's no chance he could win, let yep. alone qualify <laughs> um, to run in the first four. And, and you know, a lot of the leaders who, who have got high speed sort of jammed up a little bit. But full credit to Mally Magic, he swept down the outside in the home straight and claimed them in the shadows of the post. 30.86, which is not a low-flying run, but decent enough. But to do what he did... Shows the high quality that he is. He got the job done. He, we know he's made an Adelaide Cup final, um, so he's going to be super hard to beat. I did think, though, the the likes of Panorama and Springvale, Roxy and Sister Roberta, who are all qualified, are all speed dogs. Yep. They got tied up a little bit off the back, so I think if one of those got a clear run, I don't necessarily know if Mally Magic could do what it did in the final, but a wonderful heat win. Um, the second heat, um, Springvale Max got the job there. What did you make of that race? Uh, I thought it was important he got to the fence. So mm. he was able to, to get out and then find the rail in, in behind, <coughs> excuse me, Carmen Christie, and I think that was crucial. Um, I'm not sure he's going to have the same sort of luck come Thursday night. And I'm with you a bit with Mally Magic. I'm not sure he's going to have the same sort yeah. of luck as well. So I'm really intrigued as to how we uh, we assess that final as we will have that in our uh, our preview coming up. Um, the other series, uh, now the bonfire. This is over the 595 metres. The, there was two heats of that as well. Uh, talk us through this. Well, small fields, um, but it is it is the best of the 595 metre dogs that we got in the state. And they were races one and two last Thursday night. Man of Substance, Adrian Chevalier, has been in really good form and and probably um, liked box eight, I think, was able to jump nice and handy just on the back of Impressas and was strong to the line, 34-33. That's a really good run. So I was impressed by his heat performance. And then in the second heat, Harry, he's a hard dog to catch, Harry, for Brenda (laughs) Oakley. Um, 34-31, challenged really hard by Run Like Jess. And I thought... Run like Jess is an experienced campaigner over the middle distance and longer journey and has been going good over 5.30 as well. I thought that pressure might break Harry, but Harry, full credit to him, he fought back really hard and strong and fought off all challenges and it was left to Springvale Rex to to challenge late in the race. 34-31, only .02 between the two heat winners. I think it's a reflection on, on both of those races. What about uh, the flame? So we had, was it four heats of the flame? Uh, this looks a really intriguing final. Uh, take us back to the uh, the winners there Thursday. Well, the winners were, um, so we had a clear view. Uh, sorry, the, the flame, which was the uh, the last few races on the program, which was 9, 10, 11, and 12. So it was Victor Kurt won the first heat. Yep. Calix Bale, the second heat. Finnish Redeem, uh, the third heat. And Finnish Whisper, the fourth heat. So you can see um, Lauren and Ryan um, uh, have got a big hand in the uh, in that final qualifying a number of dogs. Um, probably what I took out of the heats, quite an even bunch of dogs. Um, 30.71 was the fastest heat winner, Finnish Whisper, to 31.11 for Calix Bale. Uh, I just think probably the dog that leads probably wins this on Thursday night. But um, I did like the performance of Finnish Whisper in the last, was the fastest qualifier, Led pretty easily and is a dog with good speed. So 
I did like his heat performance. What did you like in those heats? Uh, look, I was quite taken by Finnis Radim. Um, now, yeah. I, I'm just putting a line through times on the qualifying getting through to this because yeah. I feel like some of these greyhounds can run a lot better with some even luck, and it's one of them. It lost two or three lengths going to the first bend. Um, it was able to rebalance. The tearaway leader was Footloose Dreamer and yeah. then came and finished over the top late. Now, look, time-wise, 31 seconds, not super quick, but the style and the way that he went about it, uh, that's what I liked. So yep. I'm sort of leaning to him at this point. And look, I do concede that um, an on-pacer could be hard to beat. So I thought Victor Kerr would have to be yeah, thereabouts. Sure. I did like the close of Calix Bale too um, yeah. in, in its particular series. Uh, now, what's the other one? We've got a, uh, we had four heats yep. as well of the Inferno. The Inferno, yes, probably the most even series. Oh wow! This was the middle, do- the middle <laughs> dogs effectively, and um, it's produced a wonderful final. But the heat winners. We've so got Clearview for Tara Rasmussen, um, Aston Arena for Paul Fagan, Forsaken for Neil Mann, and Yankee Costanza for Ben Rawlings. Um, a few different names, Yatesy, yeah. winning some of these races, which is really the uh, the the reason we set up the series to give um, everyone an opportunity across all classes and op- a, a chance at some of the big money um, at Christmas time. So um, it sets up for a wonderful final. Um, I liked the uh, the run of Forsaken for Neil Mann. I'm heavily supported in the market. Yeah. I wonder um, if he can lead. I mean, he, he led the other night from one and he does like to track a bit wider than one. Yep. Like, so the, the three to five ranges are okay for him, I reckon. So I'm interested to see if you think he can lead. I mean, we'll get to that, I guess, in the preview. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was a really good effort. Well, certainly box one helped him, didn't he, in the heat. He was able to punch through and lead. Yep. And then from there, not for catching 30-65. Got to admit, Aston Arena for Paul Fagan. He's another dog who um, r- showed really good speed, then was challenged super hard by Gondola, who ran past him. And then Aston Arena came again on the line, 30-74 for Paul Fagan. So um, he was a good performance um, as well. But, uh, and it, yeah, I'm interested to see how we, what you make of the, <laughs> of the final itself because the heats were really good and really strong, but... Um, the finals set up for a really wide open affair. Yeah, clearly the hardest race on the program for me uh, on Thursday night. Uh, now, Saturday morning we had, uh, was it seven heats of the Spark? Seven and he- uh, we saw an impressive one here. Yeah, seven heats of the Spark. Um, just to go through the heat winners, we had Sutton Ebony, uh, Emily Wiggum, Dashing Deb, Woodside Brocky, uh, Primed, Victor Speed and Victor Damien. And to touch on one of those Yates, I think most of most of the local industry is talking about this dog, Victor Damien. He, he did go across to Victoria, yep. showed a, a fair bit over there, came back Saturday morning, produced thirty oh eight on a uh, as race nine on a Saturday, um, five twenty seven six seventeen sixty three, a, a twelve forty run home. So impressive. He was able to lead against probably inferior opposition as to what he what he's been racing against and. Thursday night will challenge him, no doubt. 30 the dog's got plenty of ability and, uh, again, really looking forward to where this dog goes. One of the most exciting chases in the state, Yatesy. Yeah, absolutely. At a dollar and seven. Winning yeah. that Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah, get your 7% back. Uh, all right. Well, that's a big, big review. Uh, and we have got a big, big preview. So uh, stick around. That's coming up next. The Preview. Oh, this is the preview of all previews as well. Uh, brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Uh, that's free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the dogs SA and jump on board. As always, 
Gamble responsibly. Uh, well, Matho, we've got a bit of work to uh, to cover here. We've made some big, big finals, and we get underway. The first race on the program. Now, this is the Blaze, which yep. is a no qualifying situation as far as a lead in. It's a best eight situation yep. over the seven thirty. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've made this race one just to really kick the night off. We know how much the seven hundreds um, are loved by the industry and the punters. So, hopefully, get them nicely involved in this. Ten thousand dollars to the winner, Yatesy. Uh, terrific money on offer there and it's probably brought together I mean our, our staying ranks are deprived a little bit by some of the more high profile stayers who are either injured or just off the scene for a little bit but it's probably brought together one of the most even staying events you're going to see with the likes of I'll just quickly run me same you Jet Blaze Blue Bayou Chairman New Year Tears Chatting Spring Illusion My Mate Snow so not not many big names there, but a really even contest. I'm leaning a little bit Yatesy towards Chairman, who was a good run when second behind Mr. Ibrox at his last start. Yep. Um, I just I'm a bit unsure where he's going to land early. I'd like to see him in the first couple if possible, and I think he could be too strong. But if he gets a bit too far back, the likes of um, as. Uh, and my mate Snow, who ran fast time on a Monday night. Spring Illusions got speed. Jet Blaze was a good winner at the bridge over the 680 and took care of a couple of the competitors here. So I think it's a bit of an open one. I do think, Chairman, I'm going to have him on top for this one. What did you think of the race? Look, I'm a bit in the same boat. I thought it was clearly for me between the four and the eight. I saw that Jet Blaze race and and they were really bobbing. Like in the home rain, the last hundred, they were just all sort of going up and down. I'm not sure that's good enough to take out this race. Nothing against those greyhounds, of course. But I thought, Chairman, uh, I think, you know, the Mr. Ibrox is obviously the four. Form lines, um, yeah. and if you take a direct form lines through it, and my mate Snow, I mean, it's probably definitely in front of him. But then you look at my mate Snow's last effort, and nothing in this race has run the time that he did. So no. you, you sort of got to draw those two um, different variables together. And I'm, I'm going to lean to Chairman um, on top uh, to beat my mate Snow, but I feel like they're clearly the top two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, New Year Tears probably next best for me. Agree. I think there's. Um there's a bit of exposed form with some of the dogs, but a dog like my mate Snow's a bit inexperienced, progressing through, you know, getting stronger and stronger. So um, I think the point you make is a fair one. The time that dog ran, um, yep. none of these dogs have got anywhere near that. Yeah. Um, but I just think a bit of a class edge with Chairman is on the interstate form and what he's shown here. I think he's the dog to be looking for late in the race. And and he's always had market support sort of right the way through pretty yeah. much since he's been here. What about the spark? Uh, to me on paper, is it a one-act affair? Victor Damien, unbeaten here at Angle Park. Well, that's race three on the card. Again, $10,000 on offer for these um, zero to five win dogs. Victor Damien will clearly start favourite from box two. Um, he showed good speed. Um, in his heat, and as we mentioned, he ran blistering time when out in front and high rolling. The concern for me is he's got Sutton Ebby, um, the three, and Keen Rocket, the four, Ooh. right on his outside okay. that both have good speed. Okay. So I'm just a little bit worried that they might get crossed. And for mine, it then brings a dog like Woodside Brocky into the race for Graham Smith. I was really impressed with Woodside Brocky's um, heat win. Um, was uh, ran thirty sixty. Was going to uh, got crossed early, and then off the back straight had to check off heels, come around them, and and then raced away in thirty sixty. I just think he might get a nice run into it. So, 
I think on an each-way basis, Woodside Brocky, for me, Victor Damien, very hard to beat. If he punched through and held them all out, well, it's just times and margins, isn't it? Okay. But what uh, did you make it. of it? Oh, look, no, I thought it's a one-act affair. Did you? Yeah, clearly. Victor <laughs> Damien, I think he's got lengths on him. Uh, I think he can have bad luck and still win. I mean, he's a big dog. There's not much that's going to... Bother him, I don't think. He, he's, he can, what is he, 37 and a half? 30, uh, 30, he raced last start 36 and a half, a yeah. bit more. So, look, I, he's got a big, big <laughs> motor, mate. Uh, I like your guts, ha- having a shot at something outside him, but yeah. I just uh, I find it hard to see him being what, rolled. What um, price then, Yatesy? Oh, look, I couldn't back him. Um, you know, if you want to chuck him into a multi, but oh, to me, he's got to be really short. He was seven the other morning. I mean, time-wise, when you look through, he's got probably seven or eight lengths on anything else as far as what they've been able yeah. to produce. Um, oh, he's got to be a dollar thirty or something, doesn't he? Yeah, I or, think I think I think clearly he'll be well supported in the market. I, again, it's like um, you can read races, and if um, yeah. I mean, I only reflect back a little bit when he when he took out the Lee Rogers, he just found a little bit of adversity, and he mm. won in thirty eighty. Yeah, it was a good run, like good run. But I'm just thinking if if he's gonna look to win in 30-80. There's a couple of dogs who can run that time. If he gets, I do agree with you, though, that if he just pushes through, then yep. it's just all over. Uh, now, the Flame, uh, take us through this one. Uh, this is race four on the card. Race four on the card. Now, this is for the, um, the I suppose, the lesser lights, if you like, but um, it's brought together a really even field, um, but it is wide open because a lot of the dogs run similar time. Um, I was leaning towards... As I mentioned with the heat performance, I was taken by Finnis Whisper, and I might have actually called Finnis Whisper a, a he when she's actually a she. So I do apologise <laughs> um, earlier in the show, but um, I think that she could actually ping out and um, find the front here. Um, I went through it. Um, the likes of Finnis Surprise and Victor Kurt, who are drawn two and three, really drawn nice and handy. And Calix Bale's drawn quite good because it's a run home type. But I thought Finnis Whisper, if she can show the speed that she's shown recently, she's come through. She came through the um, the Oak series as well behind Victor Marley. So I reckon that's pretty good form. So I'm looking at her to ping out and lead. I think it's like virtually four dollars the field here, Yatesy. So I think you're going to get value no matter which way you go. Which way were you leaning? Uh, I was with the little brother, Finnis Redeem. I, I did like his run. Yeah. I thought he chased home really well. Um, I thought Victor Kurt had to be right in there, led all the way, and. You know, was challenged, kept lifting last run. Uh, I I can't leave Finnis Whisper out. I agree. Uh, really like the the way it crossed over. Got the three, the, the seven. Does it cross? I mean, Finnis Redeem went similar early, uh, but look possible. Yasmin Bell will be booting through, and I, I thought Calix Bale. I think you're spot on with the draw. Um, look, he finished really hard last run. It was down near the fence too, yep. so uh, he's he's got that draw. But I, I thought six was the on top. For me, in a really, really open race. Uh, now, the bonfire, we're over the 595 metres here, yep. and uh, Harry's got the inside draw. He has, and uh, I think he'll he'll try to make full use of it, to be fair. I mean, uh, he was a strong heat winner, as we mentioned. Man of Substance, who was the other heat winner, they've drawn one and two. So they've definitely got the advantage in the draw. Um, going outside of that, I mean, I was looking at more so Springvale Rex for Gavin Harris, um, I just think he was a good run from box A yep. running second last start. He's a dog that does want the rails. Um, so clearly that's the spot he likes to be. I have seen him begin in races um, quite good. So it wouldn't surprise me from a wide draw, I think will suit him um, just over the 595. I think the wide draw, if you can begin, you can cross over a few dogs. That And so box one and two may not be the, the distinct advantage. It might be over a, a 530 or something like that. 
So I'm leaning a bit towards Springvale Rex, where I think he might get a good run, hopefully punch through um, and hit the lead um, off the back straight and be too strong. Um, I like the run of Orson Emmy for Wally Harkins. Mm. I think um, can be flashing home at the end. And Man of Substance was a good run. Um, I'm putting him in for third. I do think, though, there's a number of chances with a bit of luck in running could certainly get the money. Which way were you leaning? Uh, I like Harry. I, I thought he lobs sort of second or third the fence. I thought maybe Impress Us zips over and grabs yeah. the front early. And uh, I thought he'd maybe just boot through and sort of be right there. Um, and I like the way I think you touched on it really well earlier uh, where you said he copped that early pressure, booted through, held and was able to rally, and I thought he won well. So I've got him on top. I think Man of Substance, the other heat winner, is is the likely danger. Um, just not sure two's absolutely up his alley, but I've, I've got him in. Uh, the seven Springvale Rex, I agree. You take a form line through its uh, Harry run last start, uh, and it's got to be right in this. And I thought a smoky was Sir Benjamin. Yep. I've been following him a bit, and... Um, uh, two ago, I thought was really nice. I didn't think was probably as good last run, but if he brings that two ago run, then I think he's right in it. But Harry uh, is the one I've got on top. Does Harry lead, in your opinion? Does no, I lead? thought Impress Us might lead. Lead I, I and thought, Harry get the run. I thought he'd be either booting three quarter lengthing behind and then able to punch up and hold, yep. or uh, he would get the run at, at some point. Yep. But look, Impress Us might run a bold race yeah. in front too. Who knows? Uh, I thought it was solid enough last run. Uh, now, the Inferno, the yep. uh, mixed series final here, uh, race six on the card. Well, Yatesy, I did um, I did my selections for the races and I've crossed out a number of dogs because I'll, 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 I'll tip that one. No, I'll tip the next one. No, I'll tip the next yeah, one. Yeah, the dark so board out. I did. <laughs> um, it's that t- sort of race. I mean... Uh, just for, I'll just read out this for Aston Arena, Clearview, Spring Mayfield, Basil Brush Rose, Forsaken, Weblek Gem, Yankee Costanza, and Zipping Chew. That makes out the eight, and I reckon you could you could build a case for all eight of those dogs. The dog I'm not going to tip. The dog that I'd like to tip is Basil Brush Rose. I'd love to tip this dog because I think he is absolutely low flying, one of the most improved chasers in the state. His form has been huge, hasn't oh. it? It's been enormous. I mean, yep. he gives away the start. That's the problem. Yep. Uh, but, you know, his ability and power late, you, you know, you just can't count him out of anything. No, and he was a super run in the heat last he week to flash home. Um, he gave a big start, came, flashed home, 30-80 was his own run. I just can't tip him here because I just – He's going to be near last. I mean, and he's got to get past, you know, six or seven other dogs, get a bit of luck. I mean, I was leaning a little bit more towards um, Weblake Gem for Kim Johnson. I reckon this dog's uh, on the improve uh, for no Kim. No doubt. She, she's found form her last three yeah. runs. After that win, like the two subsequent have both been good. Yeah. So I think the 30-60, some people might have thought a couple of runs ago that that was just a bit of a out of the box. But as you mentioned, the next couple of starts have really franked that form going really well. I just can see her um, ranging up towards the leading division. And if there's a little bit of crowding there, it's going to be out with a bit of room yep. and be able to challenge. And I'd be happy if, if um, Webleck Jam was able to sit outside the leader. I think it can be too strong over the concluding stages. Do you reckon she'll cop pressure from Yankee Costanza? Yeah, I do. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be pressure. Um, There'll be pressure on the inside and there'll be pressure on the outside. I'm just hoping that when the bend comes up, where the gem can sort of just have enough of a, a margin over Yankee Costanza to just yep. hold hold him out. Um, but yeah, I think the pressure is going to come from wide. Um, and that's sort of why I'm thinking Basil Brush Rose, which I'd like to tip, is going to be spouted out the back and all the, all the dogs are going to be coming back in his face. But a web like gem on top, Yankee stands where I'm happy to throw in for a second. I'll put Basil Brush Rose for third, but I do think it's wide open. And 
if an Aston Arena or a Clearview began really well and was able to lead to that first turn, then it really changes the race again. But I'm I'm leaning Weblek Gemini on each way basis. How did you see this one? Oh, look, impossible <laughs> race. Just a terrific final. Um, and it's going to be luck in running majority, I think. Yeah. I've gone with Zipping Chu. Uh, now, yeah. he was a $10 pop last run. Yeah. Um, he sort of sat out there, uh, bided his time, and I thought he had a nice finish on him at, at the end of the race. Yeah. I thought the 7, 6, 5 would all be pressing forward and going together, and I thought he might just be a length and a half back going around that first bend and then maybe time his run at the very end in an impossible race. I've got him on top, zero confidence. <laughs> I think Forsaken's the danger. I think if it pings and leads, then it's the one. Yep. Look, Aston Arena couldn't have done any more. Um, really liked its effort winning its uh, particular heat. And Clearview the same. They're both heat winners. Uh, and they've drawn close to the rail. So really hard race. I've got the eight zipping two each way. I, I thought I'd toss it in. Uh, what about uh, the next one? Our feature, The Ashes. Well, the Ashes, the big one, $20,000 for the winning connections here. And that would be a wonderful Christmas gift, wouldn't it? Um, just uh, a few days out from Christmas. Oh, yeah. Might help um, pay for a few presents, Get I imagine. Get the turkey. <laughs> yeah, Get the lobster. Um, so just in box draw order, he's our design. Mally Magic out of the two. Sister Roberta. Victor Emma out of the four. Springvale Max. Springvale Roxy from six. Carmen Christie from the seven. And eight, Panorama. Uh, we spoke about it in the heats. Um, a lot of speed will be in this race. I mean, it's all going to come from the middle with um, Sister Roberta, Victor Emma, Springvale Max and Springvale Roxy. They're all going to go forward. Um, I like, though, I did like the run of Carmen Christie last week in running second. Um, I think drawing wider, I think, helps this Greyhound. Box seven. I think on an each way base, you might get 7 or $8 about this Greyhound in this final. I think that's a really good... Um, bet. I think he can range up on the outside of the speed, um, if not even cross, because he does have speed um, himself and possibly be too strong. That's another she. Sorry, I'm going he and she all the time, <laughs> Carmen Christie. Um, but I do like her on top. Um, it's a wonderful race. I mean, that's Mally Magic. I mean, any feature race in South Australia this dog is in, he tends to win. So, um, uh, I just, I just can't see where he's going to be, Yatesy. I just, I, he begins one in five. I'm sure the connections are hoping he begins Thursday night. Um, but I just, if he doesn't begin, he's out the back. And I just can't see him running them down. So um, I'll put him in for second. I like Springvale Roxy for third because I think she might be the first to the rail and, and um, um, make it a bit harder for those on her inside. But maybe Carmen Christie, Mally Magic, Springvale Roxy. Uh, Yatesy, how did you read the race? Uh, look, the Mally Magic one's interesting. Like, to me, puts it all together, just wins. Okay, now, I'm going along the thinking that he doesn't put it all together. Um, and yep. as you say, uh, if you go back through his form, although big races at Angle Park, he has put it together and won some good ones. Yep. Uh, Derby Anniversary Cup, I think, are a couple that spring to mind. Uh, but he can win from anywhere, so he doesn't have to put it all together. This yeah. is the thing. I mean, what we saw last week was extraordinary. Mm. You just don't see what he did. Like right. You just do not see that happen. I, I, look, granted, there was a bit of jamming up forward, but from what he did from the back of the home, the back of the straight to the home turn, that little bit there, to pick them up and put them away and then charge on, it was an extraordinary win. Yeah. Um, I can't tip him on top, though, because there's been one I've been waiting to get for a closer to the rail draw, yep. and she's got it tonight. Back three ago beaten. Back two ago beaten. Back last start beaten. Sister Roberta's the one I'm going for. Yep. I think she can finally get to where she wants to be. She'll beat Mally Magic out, I'm assuming. He's our design. You know, he can begin and sort of be there. But her run, 
as good as Mally Magic was, if you go back and have a look at the tape, hers was probably not equally as good because I just spouted on for two yep. minutes about how good Mally was. But yep. I'll tell you what, it wasn't far behind for me. I really like the way she stuck to the task, and I think she gets her chance. Um, so I've got her on top. Mally Magic I've got in as the danger because you just don't do what he did and then not be a chance yep. in a race like this. Uh, I've got Panorama. Um, not sure right side of the track, maybe. Look, I know he's got a – she rather has got a terrific box eight record. Um, that said, I, I think her recent form has been good closer to the fence. Um, and I'm putting in Springvale Max. Um, just don't think he'll get the rail. So it's a bit of a concern for me there. So I've gone three, uh, Sister Roberta, on an each-way basis there in a, a pretty tough final. Yeah, I mean, she – just on her, she is a feature race winner at Angle Park. She did win, yes. take out the Kings and Queens. Yeah. So she does know how to win feature races. And as you mentioned, um, her run last week was really good. Um, yeah, it's a, a terrific addition of the Ashes. I mean, just on the Festival of Fire Yates, he just with, um, you know, the whole promotion around it, uh, we normally get about 35 trainers um, on a normal Angle Park meeting. We had over 50 trainers participate through this series. And again, we've got 50 plus trainers on this Thursday night. So yep. it really does hopefully spread it um, throughout a whole industry around this initiative. So, you know, I'm really positive around um, the way it was run this year and the outcomes that we've got. So we couldn't have been um, more excited for what Thursday night brings. Um, your best bet? Yatesy will go uh, look, to you on Thursday night. Yeah, I reckon, uh, just on that, by the way, last Thursday night, it was one of the best nights I've been involved with as far as competitive racing. Like, yeah. and and that everyone had a go. Like, there was something there for everyone. And the way it was set up and the way the races panned out, it was one of the most competitive nights that I can remember over a whole card. And yeah. I just expect it's going to be very similar with these six big finals on yeah. On Thursday night, so it was, it's a terrific initiative. There's no doubt about that. Just in its second year, uh, I've I've gone each way, Sister Roberta. I'm pretty happy to be with her uh, in the feature, and I, I did like later on. Um, you touched on it earlier, and I thought you were spot on. Lockenbar Kale, like it, it just got into a crucial um, spot where he lost a couple of lengths last run, rebalanced, got going again to chase home Aston Arena, who's a chance in that final earlier on. So yeah. it got to wait a bit. It's later on in the night, but I thought it had a good chance. What about you, Matho? Well, I'm. Going to go head-to-head with you in uh, in the feature final race eight. I'm going to go head-to-head with Sister Roberta. I like number seven, Carmen Christie, yep. on an each-way base. I think you'll get really good odds about, you about her. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to throw her out, and um, hopefully she can get the job done. I said I'd like to see her um, range up, you know, second or third, just outside the speed, and I think she can uh, run a really bold race in what is a really hard card of racing because even the support program, Yatesy, has yeah. brought together some really nice races. So... Again, Thursday night, Angle Park, um, school holiday time, daylight saving time. There's not much else sort of <laughs> on unless you're out there shopping. Um, so get to the race or at least have a look and uh, see what it's going to be a wonderful night of racing. Yeah, no doubt it'll be a uh, terrific night, the uh, Festival of Fire on Thursday night at Angle Park. Uh, Matho, good stuff. Mate, have a good Christmas. Yeah, Yates, yeah. same to you, to you and your family. Thank yeah. you very much for all your efforts this this year yeah. in particular. I mean, you've c- come on board in a more significant way, which I think the industry and, and certainly GRSA is wrapped to have. So yep. you and Tim Edwards as well. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Well, uh, enjoy everyone and the Festival of Fire, a big night on Thursday at Angle Park.